0: Let go of them. Have control over your mind. All of these things, they put in motion a set of emotions that come out through either achieving or not achieving. Now, don't get me wrong. If you've got these things and you're achieving them and it's putting in a positive vibration and positive modes, great. Learn yourself. Understand how, that, how you can grow and develop. But don't take things as final. Don't take your deadlines, your expectations, your limiting beliefs as final. They can all be changed. And once you can understand in the mind that, hang on, this is just a battle with myself, I've set these limiting beliefs, I've set these expectations, I've set these deadlines. I can change them at any point. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work, but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, and you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My name is Jake, it's Wednesday, and I feel like I'm lucky to be here today. Um, My computer completely crashed only a couple of hours ago, and I was in panic mode, but tried to keep a cool, calm, collected head and um seems to have been able to save all of my stuff and we're back on so if i do drop out halfway through i apologize uh, my computer seems like it's just having a tough day you know i'm recovering from some back pain so i feel like my uh, computer's decided to sympathize with me and feel a little bit sorry for itself as well but we're here we're back and today i'm showing immense gratitude for um you know just the little things okay the the ability to um the ability to be present and active and to go for walks and all those kind of things, you know, having this back injuries made me realize how much I take those things for granted, but I'm going to get into gratitude uh, in a little bit <clears throat> and how it uh, can be really used for shifting some negative thoughts and trying to give a pers- perspe- perspective shift on the reasons that we find gratitude. But for now, chuck up gratitude in the chat. And then um, we can have a read through some of them. Grateful to be here and people in this group. Love it. Do not hesitate to um, share your gratitude because like I said, finding gratitude morning and night will change the way you live. And this goes into a little bit about what I want to talk about today with uh, kind of default thinking and deliberate thinking. But before we get to that level, today I want to talk about the battle of the mind and victory through liberation. So I was listening to a podcast from Wim Hof yesterday. Um, Very interesting one, Aubrey Marcus and uh, Wim Hof. Wim Hof full of energy, um, 100% on. And he was talking about true control of the mind is the ability to let go. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in the little things, so caught up in um, our goals, our life, our objectives, our worries, our issues, <clears throat> we get so caught up on them and we hold on to them. And what is this doing? This is attaching time to the issue. You know, I my computer crashed today, right? I could be going, oh no, my computer crashed and, and attach myself to this idea that maybe it's going to happen again. And this fear of what's happened in the past and living attached to that time frame. <clears throat> but the ability to go, you know what it happened? It's done. We're, we're here now. All I'm going to do is move forward and respond to what's happening in the moment. If my computer crashes, then I'll deal with with it then. If not, who cares? I don't have anything to worry about. So really trying to let go of things, especially those that we can't control, especially those things that aren't worth worrying about as well, the little things or even the long-term things, You know, thinking about, oh, this could happen in five years. Okay, but do you know how much can change in that amount of time? Do you know how much can change in in a year? Do you know how much can change in a month? Why do we need to be stressing about the possibility of what could be? Now we spoke about this before fear is living in anticipation of what ha- might happen in the future. And anxiety is living. I think I did that the wrong way around um, anxiety is living in fear of what might happen in the future and de- depression or disappointment is living in what happened in the past and and compar- comparing that. So how do we free ourselves? That's kind of the next question. And what are we freeing ourselves of? Well, First of all, the ability to let go of negative thoughts. And this is what gratitude really does. Okay. So tomorrow is never promised. Exactly, Yvonne, right? We have to be grateful and be present in the moment because anything can happen at any moment. Ask anyone who's been in a serious accident, anyone who's been in one of those life changing, you know, hit by a car kind of moments. For example, for me, I um and I speak about this with my interview with DJ. Barton, which is coming up in in a couple of weeks, but we were talking about an incident that happened early in his life. I won't reveal that, but I related it to something that happened in my life where I was out at my uncle's house um, for a sleepover with my cousins. And I woke up in the morning to my uncle saying, we need to go to hospital. Um, Your dad has had an accident. And it turns out he was stabbed three times in the back. And this completely shook my entire world at the time. But this happened instantaneously. And the thing is, this could have been a moment where he didn't make it this could have been a moment where I lost my father and it just goes to show that those moments can happen to anyone at any time and this was something also that was something you see on the news I mean in Perth it's not that you know there is crime but it's not too bad and you always hear about these stories but when it hits home it's like whoa this shit can actually happen to you and it kind of wakes you up a little bit and so with that in mind we have to learn to be grateful for the things that we've got in the moment and be present and not worry so much about what's happening in the future. Or, you know, if I don't do this, then this will happen. And then this might not happen. These kind of chains of thoughts can be very, very debilitating. And once you can really, really free yourself of those, that liberating feeling of just letting go, that's when you've got pure control of your mind because you're able to go, hang on, these thoughts are not going in the direction that I want to. Let's let go of them and bring myself to present moment. Okay, And this can be very powerful, especially on the charts. You know, oh, this could be going here or FOMO, hello, this trade could close bullish engulfing or bearish engulfing and then run 100 points, and I don't want to miss out on that, so therefore I may as well do something in anticipation of what could possibly be. No, that's not how we want to be trading because what happens is you go, oh, it could do this. Yeah, my brain's run off with excitement, so you jump in unnecessarily. It doesn't go anywhere. It goes back on you. You freak out. It's not doing what you want it to do. And then you go, oh, it could go down and hit my stop loss. Or, oh, it could actually do this possibly in the future. So maybe like, I'll hold on. No, what is happening right now? It closed. Do I enter? Trading plan says yes. Okay. It's turning around. There's an exit. Trading plan says exit. Okay. Bring back to those present moments. Let go of those thoughts of this could be happening. And then this could be happening. And then this could be happening. Now, a bit of cognitive diff- cognitive dissonance here where i always encourage you to foreshadow what could happen and then if it does do that respond accordingly but that is different to responding in what could happen so don't don't react in what you might think could happen but respond to something that you've already thought that will happen and when it does and it plays out exactly as you've thought great then you can respond there is a huge difference there Okay, but back to the idea of gratitude, when we're going through these negative thought spirals, when we're having these moments and usually it comes at the lows, usually it comes at the moments of hardship or struggle. And this is if I have enough time, I'll get onto this. If not, I'll bring it to tomorrow. But this is the default mode network. Okay, if you've heard this term before, default mode network, it's relative to the brain and the neurons that fire automatically and goes into our automatic system. So I'll touch on that in a sec if we get to that today. But using our thoughts freeing ourselves of negative thoughts with gratitude i'm sure chuck some ones in the chat if you've been into a point and you're like oh i've lost another trade this is the fourth day in a row oh my god i'm no good at this this is so hard i'm never going to learn this thing negative spiral down we go with the thoughts and it just happens and happens and happens that's human that's like a protective mechanism. You don't like feeling the pain over and over again. So your brain shuts down and thinks, hang on, ah, protection. What else can we do? Run away, quit. That's that's too scary. I, I want to do something safe and comfortable. Let's go work for someone at McDonald's and hand out fries for 10 bucks an hour because I know I can get that $10 an hour and I don't want anything that's going to be scary or tough. It's okay to think that way, right? Fight or flight. Exactly. Your brain does this naturally. Not a problem. But what we need to do is we need to bring conscious awareness, patent Recognition, pattern interruption. You hear these words almost every time on my podcast. We need to bring this this conscious awareness to, ah, I'm spiraling, okay? I've got negative thoughts coming in. I need to consciously go, hang on. This is default network happening. This is not my conscious intended thoughts. How can I stop this? Let's look at gratitude. I've got a negative spiral. I'm going to find things that I'm grateful for. Hang on. I can go for a walk today. Hang on. I get to work from home. You can find 101 things that you can be grateful for that can bring you out of this negative spiral. And it might take two things to shift that. It might take a list of 100 because you're in such a shitty spiral. Who cares? Just keep finding the gratitude. I've got gratitude for my wife. I've got gratitude for my kid. I've got gratitude for the clothes on my back. I've got gratitude because I've got a guitar right here that I can play every time I need to get distracted. I've got gratitude for the flowers or the greenery that's in my office that brings me joy. I've got gratitude for the smells that are coming from the incense. I've got gratitude for the map that always reminds me that I love traveling. I've got gratitude because I've got the window open now and it's not bloody two degrees because it's winter. It's actually summer, which is nice. So many things that you can list on and on and on and then you realize, hang on, why the hell am I thinking negatively when I've got all this positivity around me? Okay, you need to shift that mindset and shift the momentum from a state of why am I thinking negatively? Because at the end of the day, you choose your thoughts and you can allow the negative spiral to continue. And that's going to serve you in a negative way. Fine. <laughs> I, I'm, I can't control your thoughts. Only you can. And it's entirely up to you, but you also have the choice to go, hang on. This isn't beneficial to me. This is not what I want. Let's shift it to something direct, intentional, present, find gratitude and bring ourselves into a positive state where we can actually look in a way that's going to serve us in in the right way, okay? So I want you to think about this. Free yourself of negative thoughts. Free yourself of limiting beliefs. Any limiting beliefs you've got. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too big. I'm too small. It's too hot. It's too cold. I don't know what I'm doing. All these things can be shifted with a different phrase and a different perspective. I'm too young. I've got so much time to learn. I'm too old. I've got so much experience under my belt. I can pick things up quickly. You know? All these things... All they need is a shift in perspective. All they need is a challenge from your conscious awareness. You might have these limiting beliefs. You might have these statements. You might have these things that you just think, oh, I could never do that because of insert limiting belief. And all you need to do is go, I've used that term. Why? And how can I change that term to be a positive? Because a limiting belief is only a belief that's within you because of some thing that's been brought up from a while ago. So, Free yourself of these limiting beliefs. Let go of them. Like, actually, that's not. I I don't need to hold that limiting belief at all. Let let it go. Do its thing. See you later. Let's find another one. Let go of your expectations. Free yourself of expectations. Oh, I need to get 4% today. So that way I can get 16% by Friday. And then I can actually get 100% by next month. And then I can quit my job. And so if I don't get 4% today, that whole plan's gone to shit. These expectations can be so limit, limiting, and then you put so much stress and pressure on, okay, how do I get my 4%? I need to make three positive trades. Okay, I didn't make three positive trades today. Oh, no, now I've got to make six tomorrow. Ah, Expectations. These expectations can be binding. They can put stress, unnecessary stress. Okay, let go of them. Free yourself of the expectations. Free yourself of deadlines. I know when I first started, I was like, okay, I'm going to learn trading, and then in three months, I'm going to be able to be earning this much, and then in six months, it should be good. I can... Quit my job job, and I can and continue traveling. Oh no, it's three months in and I haven't gotten to this level. Ah, what am I going to do? Free yourself of the deadlines. Let go of them. Have control over your mind. All of these things, they put in motion a set of emotions that come out through either achieving or not achieving now don't get me wrong if you've got these things and you're achieving them and it's putting in a positive vibration and positive modes great learn yourself understand how that how you can grow and develop but don't take things as final don't take your deadlines your expectations your limiting beliefs as final they can all be changed and once you can understand in the mind that hang on this is just a battle with myself i've set these limiting beliefs. i've set these expectations i've set these deadlines i can change them at any point. Okay. Let go of the need to's, let go of the have to's, let go of the should do's, let go of the could do's, let go of the would do's. All these things are words that put us in a position of, I've said this, now I must. Should do tends to come in the butt. Or I should get to this level, but something's holding me back. I could do this, but limiting belief. I would do this, but lame ass excuse. Free yourself of those. Use them as a stepping stone. Usually if it's a positive, if if it's a negative sense of should, it usually goes, oh, I should do this, but blah, 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 blah. If it's a positive sense, oh, I should do this. That's just a stepping stone to, I'm going to do this because you go, I should do this. I don't have an excuse. So I'm going to. Just get rid of the should completely. I'm going to do this. I could do this. You know what? I could. Yeah, I will do this. Get rid of the could. Just go straight to will. These stepping stones, right? They are just a midpoint in your brain where you have some kind of attachment to a future state. Once you go, oh, I should do this, but I'm thinking in the future, what are all the things that could possibly stop me? What are all the excuses that I could possibly have? Oh, i um, living in a future state. No, wipe that out. I'm going to do this means I'm already taking action. I've decided, keyword there, made the decision. Go back to the interview I did with Teresa. That was like her key point that she made a decision. She was going to learn this skill. Key word is I've decided I'm going to do this. Now it's not, okay, what are the limitations? It's like, what do I have to do next? There was a great saying. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it. I wrote it down just the other day. It comes from a book called um, The Horse, the Boy, the Fox, and the Mole. And I was listening to someone else rephrase this. And the quote goes like this. The boy says to the horse, I can't see a way through. Okay. So the horse goes, can you see what's in front of you? The boy goes, yes. Well, then just take that. So the idea here is that sometimes when we look through the entire project or the entire expectation or the entire thing ahead of us, it can seem overwhelming. But when we come back, we let go of all that. We free our minds from all the stress and anxiety of what could do, and just focus on the one thing that's right in front of us, that one step, then it becomes very easy. And that one step will lead to the next step. That next step will lead to the next step. And before you know it, you've walked a thousand miles and you're not even tired because all you're focused on is one step at a time. Okay, so it's a really powerful quote. And I think it's a really good message that sometimes if you feel like I've got no idea on how I'm going to get through this, I've got no idea how I'm going to get from here to seven figure trader. I've got no idea how I'm going to get from here to passing a challenge, a funded challenge. Don't worry about that. Just worry about one trade at a time. Did this trade right here, right now? Follow my trading plan. Yes, no. Yes, perfect. That's first step. Did this trading plan, this, tr- this did this trade? Follow my trading plan, exactly. Yep, perfect. That's step two. Did this trade? No, it didn't. Okay, what can we learn from this step? What can we analyze? Why didn't we follow it? Okay, great. Next step. Did this trade? Follow my trading plan perfectly. Yeah, cool. Before you know it, you'll have grown your account. You would have passed your challenge. You'll be completely free and liberated from any financial struggles because all you're doing is focusing on one trade at a time. One single trade. Okay? Now, this idea of freeing the mind and victory through liberation is very powerful. But, of course, again, it comes with a bit of cognitive dissonance. Don't just think nothing, plan nothing, do nothing, and just go, okay, universe, tell me what to do this very second. Whilst, whilst that can be possibly freeing, I feel like you need to have some ambition, some, some drive, some clear, some clarity. Okay. So make your plans. Don't just ignore all plans. Don't just ignore all goals and aspirations. Make your plans. Have your deadlines if you want to, but don't marry them. Have your steps forward, but don't feel like that's the only way. So many times you'll hear successful people um, talking about. They had this idea to get here. But on the way, their path got filled with roadblocks. They got filled with landslides, whatever it was, and they just had to pivot continuously. But the end objective that they wanted was there, so they kept on finding ways around. And this is really important. So, you know, I say free yourself. Again, this is that cognitive dissonance. You have to have competing ideas in your head at the same time. So free yourself of all thoughts and become present and direct and deliberate in the now whilst still having objectives goals deadlines things to sort of keep you guided but keep them very loose i guess is the best way i can say this okay work harder than everyone else but do it without negative restraint liberate yourself from the musts embrace the present moment and just do but the key is to do do something don't get overwhelmed by the, oh, I don't know what to do next. Don't know how to here because the clarity can get really confusing and overwhelming, but the key is just do something. Find that next step and continue on without so much constraint in the thought of, oh, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? Maybe I should be doing this. Maybe I should be doing that. Maybe this is the best thing to do. Just start and learn. Okay. That was kind of my synopsis of what I was writing down um, from earlier. So. Work harder than everyone else, but do it without negative restraint. Liberate yourself from the musts, embrace the present moment, and just do. Can't stress that enough. Okay, now what I wanted to go on to next, I don't know if I'm really going to have enough time, but this is the idea of the default mode network and the direct mode of thinking. Um, Mel Robinson talks a bit about this, and it comes from Dan Gilbert of Harvard University who wrote the book, Stumbling on Happiness. Okay, and he says that 46.9% of the time we are on autopilot mode. We just do the things that are in our default system. Think about it. You have these routines in the mornings, you get up, you just do. We want to shift from this default mode to a direct mode, to the present moment, to consciously thinking, to conscious awareness. And how do we do that? Well, we free our mind of all the things I was mentioning before. We bring ourselves to the present moment and we find intent in the things we're going to be doing i'm thinking i might cut this one here a little bit short because i definitely do not have enough to go time to go through all the stuff i want to go through in this default mode network and the direct mode um and i think if you just focus here on what we were speaking about you know that battle of the minds victory through liberation you're going to find a very hopefully a paradigm shift i want you to understand that on the charts okay When we're looking at the charts and we get into this emotional state, and I was talking to someone about this just yesterday, it is a mind versus mind battle. It's not a mind versus body. It's not a body versus body. It's not a me versus someone else. It's not a me versus charts like most people think it is, me versus the charts, me versus the markets. No, it's a me versus me, mind versus mind. And what do I mean by that? Well, let's look at people, and there's a real big, Um, fine line between people who have the discipline let's say for physical exercise and fitness but struggle with the discipline in mindset and vice versa because i don't know if many people bring recognition to this but i truly believe that these are two different kinds of discipline a physiological discipline is something where you go okay my body needs to move like i can go for a jog because the endorphins the chemicals that run around they make me feel good and i can get addicted to that the dopamine all this kind of chemical reaction i can Put in place a bunch of habits and go through a period of time of disciplinary acts where my body gets this chemical reaction that goes around that makes me want to do these things again and again and again. So you can find a physiological discipline. However, in trading, it's a mental discipline, it is fully mental. It is the mind saying to the mind, hey, this is what you should do, this is what you shouldn't do. If you're sitting in a trade, chuck some ones in the chat if you've been here. You're sitting in a trade. And you're like, okay, it's not going my way. If this candle closes above the aqua, I'm going to exit. It closes above the aqua and you go, you know what? The gray EMA is just a little bit behind it. I'm just going to wait until it gets to the gray because maybe that'll turn it around. And then it closes above the gray and you're like, oh, there's an exit zone exit coming up. If it does that, I'll take that. Oh, you know what? It's so close to my stop loss. I'm just going to ride this one out. Yep, 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 yep. One, 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 one. Low. Yep, one. See, everyone goes through this. Why? Because it's a mind versus mind. You are telling your mind with your mind to do things that your mind needs to do, even when your mind doesn't want it to do it. Should I get that sentence back, back again? It's your mind telling your mind that you need to do things that your mind doesn't want to do, even though your mind shouldn't be doing it. I don't know if I said that correctly the second time, right? It's a very convoluted space and no one, if I'm sitting there. And Mike, I'm going to use you an example. And we see this trade going and you've said in your head, I'm going to close this when it goes there. I can't see that. There is no responsibility from any other aspect because your mind has said, I'm going to close this. And then you're like, "Eh, no one's going to hold me accountable to this because no one's thought that because it's a thought that's in my head. So I'm just going to lie to myself and say, oh, I didn't say that. Let's move on to the next one. No one is there to keep you accountable. It's only your mind. Okay. And this is so hard for so many people. Some people find the discipline and that's absolutely amazing. But my recommendation, and this is what I've been recommending to everyone as of late. If you have an issue with mind versus mind, and you cannot get your mind to in the moment, you know, when the logical part of your brain at the front's is going, this is what we should do. But the emotional part of the brain's going, nah, screw you. I want to do this anyway. And so your logical part's going, oh, really? We should actually not do that. And then your emotional goes, tough luck. I'm bigger, stronger, and faster. So we're doing what I want to do. And then you're going, okay, I'll just sit here in my mind and let one part of it take over happens all the time, right? Well, why don't we shift that? Don't use your mind to change your mind. Use your body to change your mind. Do some physiological changes. For me, on my checklist right now, if I hit a stop loss or when my trade closes, my initial physiological shift is to close my eyes. Why? Because it's a physiological change. It completely shifts my environment. It enables me moment to go within without exterior distraction. And I can't see the charts anymore. It's really hard to kind of judge whether an entry is going to be good or bad if your eyes are closed okay instantaneous close your eyes then six deep long breaths what does this do this lowers the heart rate this reduces the emotional flow that's going through it gives me time to reassess it gives me time to bring self-awareness and it gives me time to just calm down a little bit and not get so attached to the trade that's just happened immediately after opening my eyes i'm looking directly at my journal and i'm journaling If I miss a trade, who cares? I should have been more patient. I am doing the process before I even look back at the charts, okay? I'm going to write my journal. I'm going to put my points into my system. Then I'm going to sip my water. Then I'm going to do some self-awareness and check my emotions. And then, only then, will I look back at the charts, okay? Use your body. Use physiological change. If you need to get up and do three laps around your chair, do that. If that's what it takes. If... You need to do some breath work, do breath work. If you need to do some sensory touch, whatever it is for you, do that. If you need to do some ohms or some throat chakras, whatever it is for you, do that. If you need to do some push-ups, get down, do push-ups, and then go back to the chart. I don't care what it is, but what I'm giving the advice is, is take a physiological chain to break up the mind battle. Don't try to beat your mind with your mind. Okay. Yes. It's great when you can get to that stage, but over this process, you will start to realize that the mind battle is not so strong because you're getting used to this. Oh yeah. Hang on. I know that this is true. I know that this is the best thing for me to do. And you won't need to do your push-ups or your breath work or whatever it is. But while we're getting to that stage of discipline, just try it. I promise. If you do these things, if you do the stuff that we talk about on this podcast, you will start to see changes and it's not going to be a, wow, here it is. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you get that one sentence, which is a paradigm shift, and you go, holy shit, that's all I needed to hear. Now I can do things with discipline. Sometimes it's a process. We need to layer on bit by bit by bit until we get to that level of discipline that allows us to follow our trading plan without deviation every single time. Okay? Now with that, to my lovely traders, let's jump onto the trading call. <clears throat> Those listening on the podcast, I'll speak to you next, or tomorrow actually, but just make sure to my traders, make sure that you've gone through your trading plan before you get started make sure that you have your trading journal opened on the page in front of you with a pen ready to write okay make sure that you've done your brain warm-up make sure that you're in the right state of mind make sure that you've got your lot size all ready and ready to rumble and yeah let's have a good day free yourself the liberation of all those thoughts give yourself control of your mind and don't get so caught in the negative thoughts the expectations all of these things that we're talking about today okay All right, everybody, much love, and I'll speak to you again tomorrow.